Ow. Me. It's it's Otome time. It's Otome time. That reminds me. I need to pull something up. Oh, oops. Oh, oop. Oops, oops. Oops, my goops. Oops, oops. It's but yes, it's, it's Otome time. We're, we're going to talk about more Otome this week here on the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc, Al, and Ladyum. Hello. This is episode 351, and you have finally finished a new Otome mm-hmm. with with some interesting video game elements to it, let's say. Yeah, yeah, it's very different from any Otome games that yes. I've played. Uh, we are talking about Jack Jean. Jack Jean. Uh, this reminded, so I was thinking, I was like, man, it is very rare for Otome games to have, like, other kinds of gameplay elements that aren't just, like, adventure game, visual novel-esque style gameplay. Correct. Um, I feel like the only, there was another one on your list that had this, but I forget what it was. Um, Color Cross Malice had a shooting mini game. Okay, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but yes, that is true. There was one that was like, it had like RPG battles in it. Uh, that was Period Cube. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I remember like that was the one I was thinking of, but yeah, this is a very rare thing because usually it's just like you know, hey, we're gonna, you know what a Tome game is, you know what a dating sim is, it's that. Right. And right. We're just gonna do that. So. And um, Psychedelica, the Black Butterfly, had some like shooting-ish type mm-hmm. things in it too, but. Yeah, this is very, very different in terms of the gameplay. Like, it's it's actually involved. Mm-hmm. A uh, rhythm game. Mm-hmm. I don't know why say. I said it like that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's very, very high-pitched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I like rhythm games. I, I have heard of this about you. What? I know. It's very surprising. Uh, it took this game two years to come out over here. I can, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, that does make a little bit more sense than perhaps most normal Otome games, yeah. yeah. Uh, this this came out on the Switch on March the 18th of 2021 in Japan. It also came to iOS and Android on March 18th, 2023 in Japan, so two years after the fact. And then came out over here on June 15th, 2023. And it is, uh, it's a little bit past June. <laughs> yes. It took me a while to get to it. I'm sorry. To be fair, uh, you know, June and July had some games we played. Just a few. And you had a backlog of Atome games to get through, so... Yep, yep. This one had a very high score on the Metacritic, so... Yes! Or, or was it Open Critic? And It's on both. <laughs> and so we're um, just like, you know what? We'll go with that one. Why not? Yeah, so on Metacritic, it has it currently has a 94 out of 100. And on Open Critic, it is a 90 out of 100, which makes it the sixth highest rated video game of 2023 on Open Critic. <laughs> Yeah. Which is very wild to see. It's so funny. Um, I will briefly talk about development of this game, and then you can get into the actual game of itself. Okay. Uh, this is like literally like two sentences here. Maybe, yeah, two. Uh, Sui Ishida, who you may know as well who for creating the Tokyo Ghoul manga, mm-hmm. uh, created the game's lyrics, character designs, and in-game illustrations, and he worked on the game's world building. He took on the task of writing the game's lyrics himself because he wanted the character songs to better reflect them, and he convinced the composer Akira Kosimura to work on the game after being inspired by his songs. Then that's it. 
Which, that's such a wild thing that this dude who made Tokyo Ghoul is like, what if I make an Atome game? What if I make an Atome rhythm game? Right, like, what? And, like, if you look at the art for this game, it is very much like you can, you immediately look at it and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this this is the same dude. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it, it's wild to go from that to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's bananas. And, like, the fact that he was really involved with the world building and has continued to do world building and stuff and new art for this game on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you knew that or not, but no. he like has expanded on some of the like fictional backstories of characters in the plays. Um and has has made new art for those characters. And it's like you really like this game, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which Is, good like, for him. Yeah, I mean like he did Tokyo Ghoul from twenty eleven to twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm did this game and then i think a couple of months after he started a new manga called chojin x or chojin mm-hmm. cross whatever you i don't know how it, the x would be here but yeah this was his in-between project between finishing up tokyo <laughs> ghoul and launching a new manga <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's funny. that's just what you do <laughs> casually why not um so i don't know much about this game either but i would say it's also interesting to go from something like tokyo ghoul which is more dark Mm-hmm. In terms of storytelling, to an Atome game, right, 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 a music Atome game at that. <laughs> it's 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 wild, wild choice, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because it's like it, it's 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 like all theater, yeah, just theater kid stuff. You gotta get the dark stuff out of your system, and then you can have some lighthearted fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, you know, good for him. Um, it is, it is, it is quite a game, though. It's, it's pretty freaking fun. Um, this is also maybe the first one that I've. Ow! I was trying to get the song titles, and it blasted at me. <laughs> um. This might be one of the first Atome games I've played that has 3D models at any point. That's interesting. Because I can't think of any others that I've played that have had 3D models. Can you? Um, Not off the top of my head, but there may have been like one or two here and there, if that. Mm-hmm. But usually yeah, it's just, you know, the 2D art and all that sort of stuff. Right, and it definitely has the 2D art, um, but... It, it has 3D models, and, like, they're not the greatest models. Um, and, you know, a lot of the clothing stuff clips a lot. But, like, it was cool to see. Um, because in terms of the gameplay, like, most of it is normal. Like, go through the story, make the right choices, go hang out with the person you're trying to date. And, you know, you you get on their route. That's that's how it goes. Typical um, Tommy things. Right, right. Um, but the framing of this game is that um, you play as uh, Kisa, um, Kisa Tajibana, and um, she used to like play act a lot with her older brother. Um, his name's Ski, Ski. Um, and then her her childhood friend. Um, and her older brother ended up going to this like super super prestigious um, boys only drama school, and um, 
that drama school can then feed into like a, a troop called the Tamasaka troop that um, is basically like the adult version. Um, but her brother also disappeared. So that's a thing. Um, but um, Kisa goes to uh, a shrine and runs into this old man and he's like, hey, you're related to the other Tachiban, aren't you? Like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, what if you cross-dress and go to this school? <laughs> That'd be cool, right? You know, casually. Um, so he, he gives you three conditions. Um, one, nobody can find out that you're a girl. Two, um, you have to become close to everyone. And then three, you have to get the lead role in the final play of the year. If you pass all those, then you can stay at the school, period. Um, so that's the goal of the year. And there are, like, the school is separated into four different classes. So there's um, Onyx. Onyx is, like, the dance-driven class. So they've mm -hmm. got a bunch of, like, big burly men in there. Um, there's um, Rodanite. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. Um which is a singing focused um, class and they have a lot of the, the genres of the school so like they all dress as well most of them dress as women all the time um, and are, are really cute there's Amber which is the edgelord class <laughs> It's it's the class where all the geniuses go. Um, and it's dark and it's grumpy and, <laughs> and there's bleh. three of them. <laughs> there's three of them. Um, and then there's quartz, which is the one that you're in. Quartz now, hang was on also a second. Okay. I do not see Kasumi, Kanata, Emma, or Rina here. This is not quartz. <laughs> it's an all boys quartz. Oh, okay. okay. I, I guess I can accept this difference. <laughs> um, Quartz was the, the class that your brother was in. It's the one that you get put in. And it's it's the one where you make all the friends. Um, And they're kind of like the wild card class, I guess. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's where you end up going. And the whole idea is that um, the students are split. That um, let me see what I, this has a phrase or a, a terminology. Um, onagata is is the phrase I'm looking for. Um, and so, since it's an all boys school, like you have dudes who play women and dudes who play dudes. So you have the Jack and the John, the Jack and the Johns, um, and it's based off the whole like Japanese kabuki idea that like there there were all men playing those parts too, and whatever right. that word is that I just said like two seconds ago, um, that's that's what it's based on. But I don't remember what I said. Um, so you also have like the top performing versions of them, which is the Jack Ace and the how did they put it on here? What is that letter? <laughs> I think it's Aljon. I think. 
it's really hard to tell with the pronunciation and the lettering. The lettering is very small. It's so hard to figure it out. Now, hang um, on a second. Okay. Let's go see if Wikipedia has anything about this. Okay. You go. You keep going on. Okay. Um. So that's the gist of how the the game is set up, and so you go through the entire school year, and you do a bunch of different plays with with your pals. And I think that that's one of the strongest things about this game is that like even when I wasn't like on a certain dude's route, you get really attached to everybody. So like by the time you get to that final performance, you're like, I f love all of you. Like we are bros. We're all ride or die. Like y'all are y'all are my pals. I, I cared so much about everybody. Um, although there was one that I was like, oh, you're a little, you're still a little dicey. <laughs> um, actually there are two, 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 they were a little dicey. Um, but I still cared about them. But the, the plays are a lot of fun and that's where the rhythm elements come in because you have dance segments and then you have song segments. And, um... So the dance segments are obviously like the 3D models and they go through like a really elaborate dance in their costume based off what play they're in. Um, and that's based on um, how that one works is kind of the same. What you would think of a rhythm game is that like the notes come down the screen and you hit them on buttons mm -hmm. in time with that. Um, the singing sections are different because the way that that's played is that there are lines that come down and you have to shift with like L and R along with the line um, to, to make the song happen, mm -hmm. which was cool. That was something that I don't re really see. I mean, it's surprising um, that they did like two different systems there for these two, these two parts of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like they gave you two different entire systems for the rhythm games um, based on like what you're actually trying to pull off with the play. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and only the final play is really the one where like you get the, the, the deep story of whatever dude you're going for. Um, other than that, you have like a, a big overarching theme for everybody and then like interspersed is like there's small scenes in between with whatever guy you're on the route for. Um, also worth mentioning that depending on what guy you have the highest affection for, like there are certain notes that when you hit them, um, his face will pop up in the corner and it basically gives you like a boost. Like <laughs> if you hit a good, it'll turn into a perfect. Or if you miss a note, it'll, it'll not count it against your combo. Like, those kinds of things, which is pretty cool. One's just, like, a score booster. Um, but that's also a neat little element of, like, hey, depending on which guy you're going for, like, you get an extra bonus for for the songs. That's, that's yeah. a good touch. Um, so I've been trying to figure out, like, how am I going to tackle talking about this? Um... Because if I go through the dude routes, like, those are going to be relatively short. So I'm thinking how I'm going to talk about it is, like, talk about the plays in general and the overarching story. 
Mm-hmm. And then I can tell you like a little bit about each dude because, you know, kind of important for an Atome game. Just a little bit. Um, But yeah, so you start, you're in courts. Um, the first thing that you have, to, did you ever find the thing you were looking for? Yes, uh, it is it is Aljon. Aljon, how'd you figure it out? I uh, I went to Wikipedia. Uh huh. And it says it on here. It's in text, and I copied that and pasted it into Google. And the first 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 result was Alabama.com. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's Aljon. Aljon, good, good, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Solves that mystery for me. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yay. Um, so the first performance is the um, newcomer, bleh, newcomer performance. And essentially how it works is that the new students who are brought into your class um, are given the main roles for this play and that the, the older students kind of take a back seat to show off like what new talent you have. Um, so they do a um, play called The Sleepless King. And Kisa, who's your, your main character, plays a, a girl who is trying to help the king sleep by singing to him. And um, the, the king is played by Suzu Oramaki, who is a very tall, red-headed... Um, He's like your your really excitable puppy character. That that archetype. He's kind of a himbo. Yeah, I can I can get that from him. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he's totally a himbo. Um and then you've got oh, something I should mention is that most of them do not know that you are a girl, which is, you know, kind of important. Um, so his name is Soshiro, uh, Yonaga, I think. Um, he knows because he was your childhood friend. So like, obviously he's aware of it. Um, (laughs) his memory wasn't wiped, so he kind (laughs) of has to. No, no. So he kind of has to know. So he helps you hide it. Um, which is, it's, you know, bro behavior. Um, one other character also knows, but I won't tell you until later when I talk about his route. Um, but he figures it out at your audition. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, good for you. Um, so yeah, everybody gets a role. Um, so ends up being like, um, a maid. Um, Mitsuki ends up being the cook. Um, Fumi ends up being like the head maid, I think. I don't remember exactly the description. And then Kai is the minister of the kingdom, and uh, Neji is the um, fortune teller. Um, just fair warning: Neji's roles are either like weirdos or big busty ladies. <laughs> Those are, the only, those are the only two things he ever plays. And I'm like, like let me be le- let me be weird or let me be booba. Yeah, basically, I mean he's like his personality in general is weird. Um but that's the only two things he plays is weird and booba. Um also worth mentioning that he is the director and also writes all your scripts. 
Nahone. So he writes himself to be Big Booba. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed like halfway through when I was going through the, some of these houses, I was like, why does he always have big boobs whenever he's playing a lady character? Um, but you know what? Do what you gotta do, I suppose. Um, so anyway, uh, that's the whole gist of the play, and um, they're having a hard time getting Suzu to like focus when it comes to like when Kisa is trying to sing at him and like look directly at him, and also the whole idea of this is that um, the the maiden who comes to sing saw the king when he was still a prince and fell in love with him at first sight, and. Um, she she wants to like do him a solid by helping him sleep and um he's he's trying to like be convinced i guess um and so suzu has a hard time when kisa is like doing these love confessions to him um so he's 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 struggling a bit having having a little bit of oh god this this cute person is confessing to me but it's a play and i'm having a hard time um so that's a whole thing and neji also teaches him how to like stage kiss because he's like yeah you, you put your hand on their chin and you put your thumb on their chin and then you kiss your thumb and then you know you're not actually kissing the person it's like okay he keeps trying to do that he keeps failing so they're just like okay none of that we're, we're not we're not doing the kiss anymore just don't worry about it um and so the the big hiccup that happens with this play is that um, Suzu decides that he's going to try and method act. Oh, boy. And um, just stop sleeping, which goes well. Um, and he, he falls asleep on the roof the day of the performance. Everybody's, like, running around trying to find him. Um, but they get him. They do the performance. Um, you end up doing um, the dance song, Fortune Color is Crystal. And you do the singing song, which is the song that she sings to, to help him sleep, which is Beyond the Plane Tree. Um, and everything goes well. And if you're good at things, then Quartz gets first place for the class award. And Kisa gets first place in terms of the, like, the gold award for the newcomers, which Suzu is like, I'm going to get one of those someday. I'm gonna do it. But Kisa gets it. Yay, Kisa. Um, so then the next play that you go through, um I am blanking on the name. <laughs> um I should have looked this up beforehand, I'm so sorry. Oops, oops. Oops, oops. Um oh god, why isn't this loading? Why won't you load? How dare you? you? Okay, okay, let's see. Yes, I get it. I, I know this. Okay, Weekend Lesson. Weekend Lesson is the next one. And so, Weekend Lesson, you have Kai as your Jack Ace, and you have Fumi as your Aljon, and essentially the... Um, this play's story is that... Um, the main character has a 
big old crush on somebody he works with um, and sees her go into like a dance studio. And so he decides that he's going to like take these dancing lessons and try and like get her to like him. At one point he hears her say like that he's very, very scary and he gets sad. Um, but as he keeps doing these dance lessons, he eventually falls in love with a dance instructor instead. Um, and so that's that's how that goes. Um, the big problem, I guess, the drama of this one is that um, Kisa is going to be playing a Jack this time. And everybody's like, huh? Why would you do that? That's not your typical Jack. Um, but Neji is a troll, so he's like, yes, this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, and so once um, Rodonite and Onyx find that out, they're like, this isn't cool. Um, you, you, you aren't letting her or letting him reach his full potential. So, um, if y'all don't win first place and Kisa doesn't get a gold award, then we're, we're stealing Kisa from you. Gonna make, make Kisa join our teams. Um, so that's terrifying for Kisa because there's a lot of pressure now, especially because Kisa's never played a dude before. I mean, other than the fact that she's been playing a dude this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, Everybody's a little salty with Neji because, like, why would you even agree to that? And he's like, kind of seemed like a good idea. Why not? It'll be fine. And if we do win, then they owe us lots of fancy meat. So that's the deal. Um, Kisa is struggling real hard trying to figure out, like, how, how do I play a dude? Um, and doesn't want to, like, fall into the background because she needs that gold award. Um, so the, the, the Jack Ace Kai ends up, like, stepping in and being like, all right, you know, I can, I can help you figure this out. And we'll, we'll do it. Um, and he he sees himself as what he describes as a vessel that um, the vessel is supposed to be there to show off the beauty of the flower. Um, so that's that's what he feels like he's been doing for Fumi this whole time is being the vessel to make Fumi stand out. Um, and then he's just like, wow, Kai is actually really talented and he just doesn't realize that. Um, and Kai basically ends up saying, like, what if you just, like, steal people's, like, things from other people? Like, behaviors. Which ends up kind of being, like, Kisa's way of acting from now on, is that she sees things that she likes to pick up and just, yoink, this is mine now. Um, so she ends up, like, taking Kai's traits to try and pull off her character his name Mukai I think is the name um and so she she decides that her role is to be a vessel that makes Kai stand out so um that is that is the whole drama of this one I suppose um so 
once you get to the performance, for one, um, everybody works on like a big boat. Like that's 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 the company that everybody works for is 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 a, a building that's the shape of a boat called Great Galleon, which is very weird. Um, and so the first dance song you get it's We the Great Galleon. Sure. Um, it's wild because I was looking at it I'm like there's only one person in this performance who's not in some sort of drag. Wild. Um, so Kisa ends up changing the the performance of Mukai like b right before the performance and Kai gets thrown off but it, it ends up working out really well for everybody. Um, so they, they, um, the two main characters who are played by Fumi and Kai, they end up going to like a bar and talking about whether he actually likes dancing and that kind of thing. Um, they end up hearing a song. It's a, it's a song that, uh, Mitsuki and, um, Kisa end up singing together called Miss Robin. One of my favorite songs of this game. It's so good. Um, and completely in English. This is which was yeah, yeah, it was so wild. Like there are two games that, or two songs in this game that are completely in English. I was like, well, now that I know that this guy wrote it, like that's kind of wild. Um and like with some really complicated English in it. It's like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't expect to see the word migratory in, in, <laughs> in this and for it to, like, make sense. But, yeah, it's it's a really good song. Um, also, Suzu's character ends up, like, challenging a dance competition. Because, sure, why not? Um... So the whole thing with Mukai is that Mukai ends up like getting mad when um when Kai's character like puts himself down. And he's like, "Yo, you're my friend. Don't hurt my friend. Don't hurt yourself." Which hey, that sounds familiar. <laughs> um and so like he keeps practicing and he, he's he's upset because he finds out about the scary person thing and he he's thinking about that like how do I how do I get better at this? But he doesn't want to quit. Um, and then yeah, he realizes like oh, I I'm I'm in love with my dance instructor, and also he wins the dance competition, yay. Um, and then the final song of this one is Compass Line, which is um, a dancing duet, I guess. With um, with Kai and Fumi, they they dance and sing together, and it's really pretty. It's really really pretty. Um, so it's fun. And yay, Kisa wins the gold award! Woo! Yay! And Kai gets his first gold award. Yay! Um, so you get to say everybody has a lot more confidence. Have confidence. And then you get to go to summer break. Ooh. 
Um, and you end up going to a like resort and doing training. And Neji ends up like writing a a script for everybody that Kisa realizes like oh every single person plays these roles completely different. It's like yeah, it's kind of the whole idea of like interpreting your character, but you know, you you're, you're getting it. You're starting to get it. Good for you. Um, um, and Neji ends up, like, also basically making Kisa go into a weird, like, breakdown at one point because he keeps saying, like, hey, say good morning, and she keeps trying to do it in the way that he wants, and he's, he, he keeps telling her, like, do it, do it, do it, do it, and whichever character you're on the, the route for eventually is, like, Hey, good morning. And then you say good morning back and you're like, "Oh, okay. I'm back to myself now." It's it's wild. Um So yeah, you get to like go to the convenience store with the boys and go to the beach with the boys and panic because you're like, "Oh god, what do I wear as a swimsuit with the boys?" Um And the good thing is that Mitsuki um Miski's the kind of person who he doesn't change in front of anybody. He refuses to change in front of anybody. And he also refuses to, like, go shirtless at all. And so Kisa's like, ha, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just like, you know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, and this is also where the carpet hat came in. Do you remember the carpet hat? No. He's wearing a hat that says carpet on it. Oh, yeah. Say <laughs> carpet. <laughs> um, but Kisa also learns like oh hey like all the other classes are here too and like Rhoda and I everybody's just wearing bikinis and you know it wouldn't have stood out if you worn a, a regular bathing suit it's fine um, but everybody's screeching around the beach because like wow everybody's so pretty this is amazing <laughs> um there's a hot spring scene. Of course. Yep. Um, and that all goes very, very differently depending on which route you're in. Um, because, like, with So, he already knows you're a girl. So he, like, freaks out. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to get caught. This is dumb. But then he's, like, sitting turning away from you like pouty because he's like oh jesus christ the person that i've been in love with since i was like six years old is sitting here naked god what am i gonna do um and then some of them are really not as notable um like suzu gets real excited to be there and like hey let's hang out and you're like, oh no! I let's, love the hot springs. Let's let's not hang out. It's fine. And then Kai is too distracted by like looking at the sky to really <laughs> focus on anything. And he's like, okay, this is this is cool. Um, Neji just wants to wash each other's backs, and she's like, no, 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 we shouldn't do that. And like pretends to get mad at him, and Neji backs off. Um. Mitsuki, I don't remember what Mitsuki did. I think they were both just like shy, being naked. 
Um, the most interesting one, and I, I said I wasn't going to talk about this until I got to his route, but now I have to. The most interesting one is Fumi. Because Fumi, he's he, fi- he knows you're a girl. He finds out at your um, audition because he's like, I play women roles all the time. I know how men's bodies work. And I realize that there are certain things that a woman's body can do that I could never do. And you were doing them, so... Um, but what he does is really actually like pretty cool and respectful because he, he knows that it's you, he knows you're in there. And so like his CG for the, the hot spring is him like looking up and away from you the whole time because he realizes like, oh, you're uncomfortable. You don't want me to be here. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. So I'm just going to look over here and respect your boundaries. I was like, oh, that's, that's Good on you, man. Good on you for not being weird hot spring pervert. Which, you know, the bar is so low. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> That's neat that, like, that detail, because he tells you later in his route, like, oh, yeah, I've known since the beginning. But then when I went back, I was like, wait a minute. He was the one that, like, very, very specifically was careful to not look in your direction. I was like, oh, that's a good touch that's fun um then you get back from the break and um amber's back from overseas and they're gonna do a homecoming performance it's called i am death and everybody gets real thrown off by i am death and they're like wow geniuses this is gonna be hard to compete with whoa um And so the, uh, I will never Chewy, I guess this is Chewy Tanakagamihi. His his name's way too long. He should not have that name. <laughs> um. Anyway, he he's strange and kind of obsessed with Kisa. Um, and that that comes up a lot. Uh. So anyway, we're gonna move into the the fall performance called Mary Jane. And Mary Jane is um, a play where Mary Jane is a doll maker on this island and everybody ignores her, but she's she wants to be friends with the ghosts in the church. And um, the, I think it's the Order of the Sword is the name of the group that um, you're, you're supposed to be in. But essentially they're like, trying to kill everything on the island. They're the villains. Um, and so you and Suzu are supposed to be the um, the order. Um, Fumi is Mary Jane. Um, Kai is the doll that Fumi puts together, or Mary Jane puts together out of, like, body parts. So basically, like, a Frankenstein monster. Um, and then Mitsuki is a, like, ghost nun, I guess. Um, Neji, he's he's a ghost that can tell you what's going to happen in 10 seconds. It's useless power. <laughs> Future ghost. Future ghost. Um, and then So ends up not getting a role and is, like, devastated and starts, like, shutting everybody out because 
he's like, well, I didn't do well enough on the on the Great Galleon performance, the the weekend dance performance, weekend lesson. That's it. Um, and so it it sucks, and I hate it, and I'm miserable. So that's that's the drama here. Um, there are actually two pieces of drama with this one, and that that's the main one. Um, Suzu is like having a real hard time understanding his role. Like, he's just not getting the character. Um, but then he gets excited because he finds out, like, you get a sword in this performance. He's like, yay! <laughs> sword! Violence! You out- <laughs> yay! You find out he used to do, like, kendo, and he he was, he was jazzed. Um, I feel so bad for the voice actor who plays So because um, they end up... Suzu and So end up getting into like this screaming match and I have never heard a voice actor like so what is the word I'm looking for like it's a it's a primal <laughs> type of screaming he does and it was terrifying like it genuinely startled me when he started doing that. I was like, whoa, you need to calm down, my guy. I hope he drank a lot of water. Um, like, it was it was a really, really angry, loud screaming. It's like, oh, okay, whoa. Um, so he's mad because he's like, I can't be like you guys. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Um, and there ends up being like this whole thing of like nobody wants to lose to Kisa in this like friend trio thing. Um, so it's like, man, you don't know anything, but um, so you know everybody's mad at each other and it's weird. Try to figure out like what do I do to fix this? Um, Fumi basically says like, just leave it alone. It'll be fine. No worries. Just 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 let everybody breathe it out for a minute. Um, and so he and, uh, so ends up going to, like, Kai for, like, lessons on the side to see if he can get better. Um, because Kai tells you, like, oh, I used to be a background actor. Like, I was not always in this role. And so, so it's like, well, maybe I can learn something from him on this. Um, Suzu is sword playing and it's excited about that. Um... And then eventually he, like, hurts his ankle, which had that really, really scary CG that I showed you with the foot that I was like, that is not a real foot. That is, that's not what feet look like. Right. Right. Um, so he seriously injures his foot. Um, he learned, or you've learned that, like, this is why he had to stop Okendo because he had this, like, really bad, like, foot ankle injury. Um, so now he can't be in the autumn performance. Oh no, what are we gonna do? Um, and Suzu says, So, you know all of my my lines. You take my place. You do this. Um, so So agrees to do it, but he doesn't feel like he fits in the same role that like Suzu had. Um, so they end up like rewriting that role so that um, the order characters are now siblings and um, they're unhinged like extremely unhinged 
Um, so that was that was the whole thing. He gets to scream more in the performance. Yay! <laughs> we heard you um, scream, so we're gonna you know utilize that. We're gonna we're gonna make that happen. Uh, and so the the guy from Amber that I have a hard time pronouncing his name. He like gets real interested in Kisa and's like, "You're gonna be a part of Amber. You're gonna be my Jean." She's like, "Um, no, thank you." Um, and he he has two little underlings that are like complete buttheads the whole game, like they're buttheads. Um. But yeah, so they end up being, um, not those two, uh, Kisa and So's roles are Charles and Figaro. They're twins. And Suzu is given a role that it can be easier on his ankle. Um, so he's written in as a ghost dog. <laughs> How is that easier on your ankle? I don't know. He's he's just he's a dog now, uh, or at least the ghost thinks he's a dog. So it, they're not clear on if you're actually if he's actually a dog ghost, but he's dressed as a dog, and the ghost itself thinks he's a dog. And I'm like, they still make Suzu dance and everything, so I don't know. I don't know that it's easier on his leg, but whatever. Um, but. The second part of this drama is that um, as Kisa and So are practicing, they realize that like Fumi is not doing great because Fumi was um, the Aljan to um, Kisa's older brother, Tachibana, um, and has been feeling kind of like chained to that but also lost because there's no real challenge with with any of the acting and so they decide like we're gonna free Fumi from from being shackled by all of this so yeah anyway we're gonna do Mary Jane that's 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 the play and um so yeah she's a doll maker she's a puppeteer she sells her dolls all the people are weirded out by her and then um, Charles and Figaro come up and are talking to her. Um, and they're like, hey, we hear your dolls are evil. That's that's kind of weird. Did you make them out of corpses? And she's like, um, no, I, I, I don't. Um, interesting that you would say that, though. Uh, everybody gets all like, Row! on stage. It sounded like a cat. Um... <laughs> But then, I guess Mary Jane gets the idea from what she was just uh, what she just heard. Like, what if I just make a person friend out of a corpse? That'd be fine. Um, so she does, and she she makes this little Frankenstein monster guy named Jacob. He's he's awake now, and he he calls himself Jacob Jane, and marries his mom. And so Jacob and Mary go to befriend the ghosts near the church. And they, they want to talk about having a ghost party. Um, I also forgot to mention there's this other character named Atori in Quartz. And he's he's such a weird dude. And he always gets like minor parts in it. But like he still has art and everything. So he's, he's fine. So anyway, 
Um, Mary and Charles and Figaro are talking, and they're like, "Hey, we want to meet your your friend. Who is this guy?" And Mary gets super happy because she's like, "Oh, I have human friends," and um, she starts like separating herself from the ghosties and and Jacob, which makes Jacob sad. Um, thinks that he's hated. And um, so then they all go to the the port, and the port is on fire. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. Um, the first dance of this is when she like brings Jacob to life. It's called a friend without a name. Um, but then the second one happens at the port where everything's on fire. Um, and they explain to Mary like, hey, everybody on this island except for you are ghosts. Everybody's a ghost. We're ghost exterminators. Mary's like, I don't want you all to kill my friends. These These ghosts, they're my friends. But they want to bring Mary along. Um, there was something I was going to mention here. What was I going to mention? I don't know. Um, so then you get the second dance number, which is Hallelujah, shout the name of God, my friend. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Yep, <laughs> sure is. Um, it's just a wild performance. Like everything's on fire. It's crazy. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, he says Charles and explains like, hey, we were shipwrecked here. We were the only two who survived. And all the body parts that, that washed up that you made Jacob out of, those were our friends. So like, I recognize pieces of this guy because that's part of our friend and that's f***ed up. It's like, oh, oops, I guess. Um... Yeah, they, they're going to knock her out, take her back by force. The ghosts are like, no, that's not going to happen. This is terrible. Um, her and Jacob make up. Um, and Figaro is like, hey, Charles, you need to kill Mary because she's committed sins. Um, and then one of the other ghosts who is played by the guy that I was just talking about, who's kind of a background character, he, he grabs Charles and throws both himself and Charles into the water and um, you end up like yelling to to Figaro who is so to to avenge you and good lord this is when he goes completely bonkers with his voice I'm like this man I hope I hope that they have had him take care of his voice like the CG of it is terrifying like absolutely terrifying uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you so that you can see what I'm talking about. Hopefully that works. Um, but yeah, so he's mad. He wants to avenge everybody. Yikes! 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 Um, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill everyone. That doesn't ah. happen. See, I told you, scary, right? <laughs> that is a, that is a look. Yeah. Um, but then all the dolls that Mary has made in the past, they all come alive. They hold back Figaro. Um, they're like the embodiment of the people who have been on the island, I guess, like the ghosties that she thought were people. And they get on a ship and they all sail off together. 
get away from the villains. Um, and then you get the singing song, singing song, the 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 singing portion of this performance, which is called Ghost Party, with six ex exclamation points, three in the front, three in the back. Um, Ghost Party is a lot of fun. Um, you also find out that um, the dude who flung himself into the ocean, he lived. He's fine. Charles isn't, but he's fine. <laughs> he's a ghost. It's fine. Um, so yeah, they, they all get away. They have the fun time singing the song. And um, Fumi ends up feeling like free after doing this performance, which is good. And um, so has confidence now because he, he got to do this role with Kisa. Um, Quartz wins. Yay. Um, the the lanky man from Amber is like, this is, this is strange. How did you win? Um, and you find out that Neji like transferred from Amber to Quartz and um, that I Am Death was written by him, but was incomplete. Um, yeah, Fumi's like, I don't have to be the only one who supports Quartz now. Everybody can support Quartz. This is great. Everybody's so talented. Um, so he can just be free to act. He doesn't have to, like, have all the weight on his shoulders. So, we do that. Now we're going to the winner performance. It is called Orama Havana. Um, and there's a double Algene here, which is unusual. Um, so it's Mitsuki and Kisa who are playing those. Uh, Mitsuki is mad because Mitsuki doesn't like to play main roles. Mitsuki just likes to sing and be on the side. He's not happy. Like, why wasn't Fumi picked? What the heck are you doing? But Fumi's gonna play a Jack this time. It's the first time Fumi's ever played a Jack. Whoa. Um. And... The real struggle with this one is that Kisa is having to play as a woman. And she's afraid that if she, like, leans too hard into that, that people will figure it out because, you know, she is a woman. <laughs> um, so she's like, you know, I've been spending all this time, like, faking being a guy. And I've been, I've spent two plays being a guy. And it, it's hard for me to figure out, like, how do I do this without showing everybody that I'm a woman. Um, Mitsuki just, like, has panic mode on all the time. Um, he ends up, like, getting it together at one point. Um, but Kai and Fumi talk to him, and they're like, yeah, we, we, we can't be the duo anymore. Like, we can't, we can't do that. Everything's changed after the last performance, so you know, just just suck it up, Buttercup. Be be the be the lead. Um, and so um, there's also a part where where Linky Amberman comes and is like, "Aha! I see what's going on. I want you to be my Jean." Um, and Whoever comes together, it's usually your love interest, is like, okay, he's he's bringing out what you're missing, which is the girliness. You gotta be a girl. Um, also, Kai, like, 
got an opportunity to join the Tavazaka um, troop that I talked about at the beginning, and he turned it down, which is sad, and everybody's mad about it. He's like, I don't have the confidence. No confidence. Um, so everybody's just kind of selling themselves short here. Everybody's just no confidence. Also, Neji just comes out of the gate, and this is like, this is a throwaway performance. We're not going to win. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. It's like, oh, uh, okay. Well, that's a way to instill confidence, my guy. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody ends up like working together and improving, which is good. Um, except for Kisa, who is still very much struggling because, you know, she she might risk getting found out. Um, eventually, she talks to her teacher and is like, okay, you know what? I will act as a woman. So we're going to do it. Um, everybody's come together. We're fine. We're going to do Orama Havana, um, which the the first song of that is a song, a singing song. Um, Orama Havana, O Beloved Ravana is the name of the song. Um, it's got a very, like, I don't know what the, like a Cuban vibe to it, I think. Um, and so she... They they talk about this. They're like, Kisa's character is a mugwort seller, seller, and um, that her role is to like burn the mugwort and make men fall asleep. Uh, and the whole time I was reading all this, I was like, this is just a thin veil for prostitution. Like, she's a prostitute. That's what's happening. Um, I, I don't know why we're, we're dancing around that she's a prostitute, <laughs> but she sells mugwort. Um, she also, um, Kai is a priest in this one and Kisa and Kai had like a talk before the performance and they, they mentioned that they want to do a, an extra scene which will come up later. Um, but yeah, the... The mugwort seller, and then Mitski is her best friend who um, has a bad sense of smell but hates mugwort sellers and also really likes to sing. Um, they they run into two dudes who are um, they're kind of like hosts. Japanese club host guys but um, again one of the backstories that was on Twitter is like one of them is basically a male prostitute and it's like okay well then okay um, but one of them is uh, Fujio who is played by So and Fujio is super duper in love with um, with the character that Mitsuki plays and wants to take her off the island and um wait i think i got that wrong no the character that fumi plays is the one that's in love with her um and you find out that like both of these dudes are buying the mugwort off of off of kisa's character so you know whoops um 
Fujio is interested in Kisa's character and wants wants to take her away from the island. So you know you have these two dudes who want to take her take these respective ladies away. Um, and the, there's this whole thing about like throwing flowers and blah blah blah. I don't remember. Um, there is a situation where like Kisa runs into the like madam of the mugwort selling place and ends up being um like I don't know really hardcore talk down to you find out that like Mitsuki's character absolutely hates this person because it's um her her dad's mistress um and this this lady is planning to like out her friend who's Kisa um, as, as a mugwort seller. It ends up being like one of the best performances of the game, which is called Intense Confessions at the Confessional. This performance goes so f-ing hard. It's so good. Um, and this is one where Neji has like the tiggle bitties. <laughs> good God. That dude, I don't know if he's got like a prosthetic chest on or what's happening, but whoa. Um, so anyway, um, Misky's character shows up and finds about finds out about like Fujio seeing her um, best friend and the mugwort, and she's she's sad because you're a mugwort seller and she doesn't like that. Um, so. There's this whole thing of like Miguel, who is Fumi, is like, "Hey, we can we can leave. We can just go. We can. I have enough money. I'm not originally from here. We can go." Um, and um, I should have mentioned this whole time that Suzu is like a guard at the Mugwort House type thing and is in love with Kisa's character, but doesn't know how to express it and. Shows up one day with a knife and is threatening Fujio, which yikes. Um, and so uh, Kisa's character basically like goes to her best friend and apologizes for everything. Says, you know, I, I, I I'm sorry for keeping this secret. I just wanted to protect you. And um, Mitsuki's character finally is like why did you even come here like what did you want to do and she's like I came here because I wanted to be a mugwort seller like that's that's what I wanted to do in my life um and then there's forgiveness everybody's fine and the two girls decide that they're going to stay together which is super gay and I love it um all is all is fine and then they sing a song called faded color together um, the interesting part about this this play, and I realize I'm going on forever, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> the interesting part about this play is that um, Mitski is basically like, I don't care who you are, I don't care what's going on with you, like, I, I, I care about you no matter what. And basically everybody realizes like, oh, Kisa's crying and like, Kisa's really, really feeling this, so... Like, it's implied at this point that Mitski knows, but it's not explicit. But he he basically says that line to try and tell Kisa, like, it's it's 
it's all good. I don't give a shit who you are. It's it's fine. You're you're my friend. Which yay? That's great. Um. So then the last play is the the one that's different depending on um, who you're dating, and um, how it normally goes is that um, you are playing this character named Cecia. And um, Cecia is enslaved and is from a country who has been conquered that, that used to have a name but no longer has a name. And she saw a border performance by the, um, the uh, it's basically like a circus group. Um, what are they called? Kelsey? Um, Kelsey of the Central Nation, I think is, is their name. Um, so she wants to be a part of that group um depending on the route like i said on the normal routes um you end up having like the the dude character become like your your ace and you play it out and there there's a whole thing where the character that you're in love with gets shot and dies on the border wall and everything's sad and then you have to do the final performance to, to make everybody love you. Um, it's over Mitski's where Mitski still plays a girl and there's less of a love thing there which is kind of a bummer. It's like, oh man, they have to like really make it so that it's, uh, it's not gay in any way because Kisa's character model is very clearly a woman at this point. Um, she plays a Jean in every single one of them, but in this one, Mitski is is a girl, and they're like, "You're a Jack Ace in this one, even though your character looks the same." And yep, <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. Um. So yeah, that is that is how that works. Um, however. In the, like, the Kisa route. Oh, there is actually, um, in So's route, there is a risk of you getting thrown out because you don't actually get the Algin role at first. And so the principal's like, well, sucks to suck, I guess. Like, that was my final thing and you didn't get it. But then Mitski drops out as the Aljean and you take over and everything's fine. It's the only one that it goes kind of funky. Um... But with Kisa's route, they're trying to figure out like how do we how do we do this? Originally they have it where Kai and Fumi are once again like a Jack Ace and um Aljean, but then they have you as an Aljean as well, and there's gonna be like a love triangle. And they realize during part of it, like this is just not working. It it doesn't make any sense. And so they drop the two other ones. And they're like, what if we just make Kisa into a, a Jack John? Wow, that's where it comes from. That transcends gender. You don't know if it's a dude. You don't know if it's a woman. It doesn't matter. And everybody's like, huh? This has never happened before. This is weird. And Principal's like, sure, whatever. Do it. Have fun. Um... And so that's where the title of the game comes from. It's just this new role, which is fun. Um, 
you have to go up against um I am death again because this one dude is a one trick pony and only has I am death. Um but yeah, you you start this one with a song called Departure, which is your audition song to get into the 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 troupe. Um and then uh you end up getting in and they talk a lot about how Cecia, who is Kisa, um, is the gear of the group. That everybody has strong elements in this group, but they needed a gear to make everything run properly. And I was like, oh my god, she's the glue guy. Jared explained <laughs> glue guys to me. She's the glue guy. She makes everybody better because, like, she she's able to bring out everybody's strengths because she's the gear. She's the glue. It all it made everything click for me once I was like, oh, my God, she's the glue guy. What a thing to call back to. <laughs> <laughs> I thanked you the other day because I was like, oh, you taught me about this, and it made everything made sense. I'm so happy. Um, So, yeah, there's there's the... Transcending gender, everything's big. Um, you have to like bring the crowd back because everybody's like blown away by the Amber f performance. Um, it's it's strange, uh, and everybody just really, really rocks this performance. Um, you have Chance, who is like your acrobat, um, that's played by Suzu. Um, you have um, Isaac, who is a goat skull-headed clown. That's so. Um, Fumi is um, Adra, who is like, wow, the dancer. Who could have seen that coming? Um, Crowley is Neji, and Crowley is the, the playwright. Levy is Kai and is the circus leader. And then um, Fon Carlo is Mitski and the singer. Do you realize that everyone's literally just playing themselves? Whoa. Whoa. Who could have seen that coming? Um, so, yeah. Um, Cezia ends up being the gear. They do the border performance. They punch a cop, which rules. Sick. Yep. Um, and then... Basically, this border performance starts a revolution. And, um... I guess they do the court's anima... Okay, hold on. Two dances here. You have uh, Kelsey, the nation at the center, which is basically, like, the first song with Cecia. And then court's anima is the one that they do at the border performance. Um, both of them are super good. The Quartz Anima one made me tear up a little bit because everybody gets their, like, little bit with Kisa, which is cool. Um, but they're doing the border performance. Kisa's character gets shot and has got a hole in her lung but is gonna sing anyway. And she performs a song called Over the Wall and blows everybody away and it's amazing. Um, but then... As this is all happening, the revolution starts. People start tearing down the wall. Cece is there. She dies. 
Um, and then they they name the country after Cecia, like once everybody is united and there's one country. Wow. Um, so everybody's happy. Quartz wins first. Um. Oh, I was I was supposed to mention that like they were gonna abolish quartz if they didn't win. I did forgot to bring that up, but anyway, they win. They're fine. Doesn't matter. Um. So you get to talk to everybody, you get to see what everybody's gonna gonna do. Um, you get to stay. You still have to hide your gender though, so that's kind of funky. Um, and you get to be a, a leader of courts um, and oversee the the next group of kiddos. Um, there is a bad end where um, you end up being the John for weird amber man um it's such a weird bad end but i what ifs? Uh, it doesn't matter it's strange um so i'm gonna spark notes these guys <laughs> if that's cool with you that is fine with me okay um so here are the spark notes um suzu like i said he's the excitable one he's struggling this whole time because he realizes that he's falling for Kisa but is having the whole situation of like but Kisa is boy do I like boy huh what is happening here do I like the boy um and this goes on for a bit and uh eventually he he realized like maybe I like the boy but then puts it together like right before the final performance is like you're a girl i realized it after the the havana performance like you you're a girl so it's okay if i have a crush on you it's fine um and so his big thing ends up being with the final performance like he's the only character who gets a kiss which is bizarre weird um but everybody's just like roasting them at the end because um they're doing this like fake kiss thing and everybody's like ah it feels weird like it doesn't really work and once they actually like get on stage and do it he just like full on smooches Kisa and everybody's like was that real was that was that a real kiss okay the kiss it's fine um so everybody's just like teasing the out of them for for kiss on stage Suge is like what of it I did it. What do you want to do? I don't care. Um, so, you know, I guess everybody's just going to think that Suzu and Kisa are gay for the next two years. Uh, which, yeah, sure, whatever. It's fine. Um, it was a cute route. I liked it. Um, he's very excitable golden retriever type character. Um, who did I do next? I did So next. And like I said, So is childhood friend. Um, so is fine up to a point and then so gets very not fine <laughs> um because so ends up talking to um one of the amber guys and this guy basically is like well you can only perform when you're around her like every role you've ever done was only good because you were with kisa and the one Play that you were in that you were not around Kisa you were terrible and you didn't get a role in the next one until somebody injured themselves so like what do you even think you're doing here guy 
which makes so very sad. Um, but then, like, he has this weird realization, which is a bad way to put it, but I guess it's, you know, whatever. Um, but he basically, like, decides that he wants to consume Kisa, but also be consumed by Kisa, and becomes, like, very, very obsessive. And I was like, oh, this is dangerous. I don't like this. This is bad. Um, and he ends up playing um, Isaac in, uh, like, a really aggressive way. Everybody's interested, but things feel a little bit weird. Um, but eventually, they, they, they kind of, like, get things sort of figured out. He's like, bro, this isn't cool. Like, you can't do this. Don't do that. Um, so he kind of, like, breaks out of that, that weird, what, Yandere thing, I suppose is what it's called. Sure. And I was just like, you're dangerous. I don't like you. You're a dangerous childhood friend. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's, he gives you a necklace. Yay. Uh, but he ends up getting confidence, I suppose, which is good. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's kind of dangerous. I don't, I didn't like that. Um, so I, I, I was not the biggest fan of his route. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he was he was a cool character, I suppose, at points. I liked him a lot better in everybody else's route. Um, the one thing that he did in Suzu's route that was interesting, I suppose, is that like once he finds out that Suzu has feelings for Kisa and they end up dating and all, he's just like, hey, Suzu, can I punch you? And Suzu's like, sure, punch me. That'd be cool. <laughs> Not realizing like, why he wants to punch you. Uh, then uh, So ends up like, actually getting a good punch in and hurting his hand and Sue's like, huh, that was weird. Why'd you do that, my guy? Um it's like, oh my god, it's cause he has feelings for you, f moron. How do you not realize this? <laughs> um so then I went to Mitski, um and I I showed you the CG I think, because at one point Mitski gets naked just takes off his clothes in front of you. <laughs> um, also, like, has an abusive childhood and just, they kind of gloss over that. Like, his mom tries to hit him in, like, the first scene of his route, and they're just like, oh yeah, that happens. This is why I went to this school. I didn't actually want to, like, do anything with theater. I just wanted to sing and get away from my mom. Okay, Anyways. we're just not going to address that. I was like, are we are we not gonna talk about this? This is kind of a big deal. Hello? Okay, guess we're not talking about this. Um, but yeah, Mitski has a lot of issues, just like he doesn't want to be in the spotlight. He just wants to sing. He 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 really likes that. He's been like Rodonite's been trying to recruit him since he got there. He's the second year, he's the only second year, which is wild. Um but yeah, he um he he's 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 also a have confidence type character. He he 
does not love himself and probably because his mom hits him and they just don't go into that anymore um but yeah kisa like he he talks to her several times and is like hey you know i don't really get a sense of like either gender from you and like he talks about her talks to her about different things and kisa just won't open up to him and um because she feels like he's closest to figuring out that she's a girl um and so she just kind of like clams up and Mitsuki gets like so mad at not being trusted um at one point that he just starts taking off his clothes because to him like trust is I can get naked in front of you because I don't get naked in front of anybody um which you know maybe not a good idea to just get naked in front of this person that is just um not be open with you but whatever I get his point he he tried <laughs> um yeah they 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 go to the cafe a lot together they're they're cute um a lot of what he has to figure out is like how is he going to be the leader of um of courts next year because he's the one that's going to take over and he has to you know build the confidence um, to do that and to be more in the spotlight than he has been. Um, that's really all I'm gonna go into with Mitski. Like he he has he figures it out the year girl pretty easily with the Havana performance. Um, but yeah, he he gets confidence, becomes the leader. Everything's good. Woo, woo, woo. Um, I did Fumi next. Fumi is the best. Fumi is great. Everybody should love Fumi. Period. Um, also, I thought it was interesting that, like, the very first time you meet Fumi, he's like, yeah, so my name is, um, like, Takashina Sarafumi, um, but I don't like all that fanciness, so just call me Fumi. And then when you meet Kai, he's like, yeah, I don't really like the fanciness either, so just call me Kai. Um, so, like, you're on first name basis with two out of three of the third years. <laughs> um, and not even like first name basis. Like Fumi is not even his name. His name's Sara Fumi. So he, you get the like the very familiar version of his first name. Um, like I said, Fumi knows from the very beginning from the, the um, audition that you're a girl. And his whole thing is that he's from a very traditional like Japanese dance family and he got tired of doing everything in a very traditional way and so he kind of like ran away came to here decided he was going to do things his own way um something that was wild to me about his route is that like he basically confesses to you right out the gate like after the first performance and Kisa, of course, being Kisa, is like, oh, as a friend, right? You like me as a friend. And so he tells you a lot, like, hey, I really like you, and I, I would like it if you would like me back. That'd be neat. She's like, yeah, as a friend. <laughs> He's just like, oh, God. Um, like I said, he had the fun um, hot spring moment where he was definitely hiding the, the whole fact that he knew who you were. Um, but his entire route ends up with him realizing like there's a way for me to incorporate um the traditional family style that i have and my style as well 
and so he ends up um his dad ends up having like a, a health scare and he goes home to visit and does like a combination of his family's dance style with his dance style and his dad's like this is amazing this is beautiful like this is how we continue the family tradition so spoomy decides like he's gonna join the the like adult troupe but after that he's gonna take over the family like business i guess of this dance um so a lot of his is just like trying to figure out how do i how do i embrace what I know and what I love and how do I incorporate things that make me feel like me. Um, so it was a, a relatively drama-free route, which was nice. Um, Fumi's a really cool character. I enjoyed him quite a lot. And I I love how um, like he, he just goes for whatever role. Like He doesn't care which gender it is. He's a beautiful woman. Holy shit, is he beautiful as a woman. Um, he's beautiful as a man too. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. He has a lot deeper voice than you would expect for his, his, um, art to Interesting. It's kind of unexpe unexpected. Um, yeah, he was my favorite. I love Fumi. I, A plus would hang out with Fumi again. Uh, then I went with Kai. Um, Kai is a mountain man who needs therapy. <laughs> Um, he, he hangs out, oh, I should have mentioned Fumi, like, has, has this whole thing with, um, with Tachibana, your brother, um, and he, like, gets the vibe off of you, like, hey, you've, you've got that Tachibana vibe, and, um, so he, he's, gets excited because, like, you know, both of the Tachibana siblings have, like, helped me grow as a person, and this, this is pretty cool. Anyway, back to Kai. Kai is a mountain man. Um, he hangs out in the mountains, um, in the back of the school all the time. And he's just by himself, hangs out with this little weasel guy named Tummy. Um, there's this whole thing where, like, in the first time you meet Kai, um, you, you run into this weasel who has a crescent moon on his belly. And Kisa's like, oh, hey, look at the crescent moon on the belly. We could name it after that. And he's like, okay, we'll name it Tummy. And she's like, I, I meant the crescent moon, but... <laughs> Okay, this thing's name is Tummy now. Um, but yeah, Kai, uh, you find out that both of his parents are dead. And he was kind of bounced around some of his other family members who didn't want him. So he ends up getting, like, adopted by... Adopt is not the right word. He ends up basically going to, a, like, a church orphanage and gets really close with the... The... Um, the church there and at one point the principal of the school is like hey you're a tall fella and seem like you can do some things do you want to act and kai's like sure i guess like i don't i don't really have any feelings about it but why not um so he goes to the school on the recommendation of the principal um you find out that like he's been going to the mountains because he's 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 sad. Um, and his whole thing is that he ends up being, like, really clingy once he starts liking you. And gets into this mode of, like, never leave me. And I'm like, oh, God. Bro. <laughs> okay. Um, you, no. 
never leave me as he's just crying on the mountainside. I was like, oh my god, you need therapy. <sighs> um, but he also, you know, gets confidence, decides that he's gonna take part in the 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 big troop. Um, the only way he finds out that you're a girl is because you get hit by a car. <laughs> Uh, and they, like, have to take your clothes off, and he's like, wait, you're not boy? Because, like, he's been calling you, like, beautiful and amazing and, like, straight up hitting on you and, like, touching all over you this whole time. And she's like, he's touching my back. This is weird. Okay. Um, so he just didn't give a shit that you were a dude. He's like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, and then he finds out that you're a lady. And he's like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, could have told me, but I understand why you didn't. I'll keep your secret. It's fine. Um, the principal finds out that he he finds out, and he's like, eh, it's fine if one person knows that you're a girl, I guess. Um, yeah, she's trying to save a kid who was getting a Christmas cake who rocked out in front of a car, and that's the only way because this man is so fucking oblivious that he wouldn't realize you're a girl otherwise. You have to get hit by a car for him to realize it. Um, but throughout his route, he, like, starts not hanging out in the mountains as much, and, um, Kisa kind of, like, loses it and runs into the mountains at one point and gets lost, and Kai ends up finding her, and he's like, the mountains are where people go to get lost and be alone, and they're not so great anymore, and I want to be around the people and things that I like and people that I like, so, um... I guess he realized that it's not cool to be alone all the time, but he still needs therapy. Um, speaking of therapy, Neji! <laughs> uh, this man, for one, wasn't expecting dad death. Um, so that was a whole thing. But he, like, basically straight up tells you very early on, like, oh, yeah, I came to a boys' school because I'm scared of females. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, he, he does this whole, like, play for you about this man who was a playwright and a director, and he was doing an amazing job at putting out all this good stuff, and then a, a woman, uh, an actress, um, comes into his life, and he completely loses all of his talent, and then he throws himself into the ocean. And you find out, like, oh, this is what happened with his dad. His dad was a playwright and a director. And um, a, an actress came into his life. And he lost all of his talent. And he died in the ocean. Okay. Um, and so that's why he has, like, a fear of women. But also, like, he, he puts... He puts a lot of that into the women that he plays. So the big booba ladies, I suppose, are all, like his weird feelings about women? I don't know. Sure. Um, sure. Um, anyway, he, um, he's dealing with all this. He's explaining, like, this is why I never want to, like, fall in love with a woman because I'll lose my talent and that's, that's the only thing I have going for me. I need to join the troop. Um, you know, this is, this is my thing. And, um, he, he, basically tells you at a cafe at one point like hey if you were a girl I would propose to you we could get married right now and it would rule but you're not a girl so it's fine he's just like oh. 
Um, but yeah, eventually he does find out like, oh, hey, I'm a lady. And he he panics. And it's right before the final um, performance. And I think he goes like three weeks without being able to write and panics and um, tries to go to the ocean and kill himself. And Kiso knows that he's there and shows up and saves him. And um, he eventually is able to write the final play, but he's having a hard time with it. He's having a hard time like getting everything together. Um, he eventually does. They they do the play. He's the Jack Ace. He he gets help from everybody to figure out that role. Um, they win first, and then like as soon as they win first, he's like, "Oh my god, I have so many ideas. I have so many ideas. I didn't lose it. I'm still talented." <laughs> um, and so like he spends the next week like writing down all of his ideas, and he's like, oh, "The woman didn't ruin me. It's fine." And like Boy. he's a yeah, yeah. Kisa helps him realize, like, the woman wasn't who broke up your family. Like, she was just an actress. Your dad is the one who broke up your family because he decided that, like, he was going to leave his family and try and pursue this woman. There's no indication that she even had feelings for your dad. It was just you you put it all on her instead of who it should have been, which was your dad. Um and he ends up like finally going into his dad's office and cleaning it out and crying a lot. And he found his dad's notebook and was like, so he wrote every single day, even after he lost his talent, because he felt like everything, like everything had some kind of value. And the final thing that he wrote in the notebook was um, like the next performance will be at the ocean. And so he realized like, maybe he didn't actually like, intentionally die in the ocean maybe he was trying to do something with his performance and you know it went wrong and he died um obviously there's like no way of telling but that's what he's gonna tell himself um but yeah now he can write and he can do plays and he's not scared of females anymore um yeah that was that was something something <laughs> um so yeah, um, this was a really fun game, and I really liked all the characters, and honestly, like, I think you could give this to somebody and tell them, like, hey, you could play this game, and they wouldn't even know that it's really Anatome unless they, like, really, really get into it. Um, like I said, the romance is kind of light, like, there's no real, like, there's only one kiss scene, um, it's really just, like, you hanging out with these dudes and getting to know them and getting getting a camaraderie with your quartz pals. Um, and I've gone on forever now, so I'm going to stop talking about it. It's a <laughs> fun game. Uh, well, we got to rank it. We do. Um, we have 32 on here now. We do. This will be 33. Um, do you want a starting point? Yeah, give me a starting point. Let's go with number 10. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think it's been a while since we've had uh, anything crack the top 10, so. I, th I think it has. I'm, I'm trying to remember what the last Busta one. Fellows? Had to have been Busta Fellows. So, yeah. Number 10. Is Jacques Jean better than Code Realize Wintertide Miracles? Yes. Is it better than Dai Roku Agents of Sakuratani? 
Yes. Is it better than Hatiful Boyfriend? Yes. Is it better than Olympia Soiree? Yes. Is it better than Pio Fiore Faded Memories? A game where you boink for the body of Jesus. Yeah, I don't think it beats that. <laughs> I don't think you can beat the body of Jesus bonk in there. But, like, that's a pretty high ranking there. That Number is. seven. Number seven. This was a really fun game. And, like, I, I went and bought, like, the Vocal Collection soundtrack. And um, I've listened to these songs so much. And I really care about all these characters. It was so much fun. I loved the rhythm game. I I really wish I was better at it because it gets really really hard. There's a there's a Jack John difficulty, and I was like, my brain doesn't understand this. <laughs> um, but it was so fun and it was really unique. It was something I wasn't expecting, and so like I get why the scores are so high now on the the critics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was good. Well, now we have a new number seven. There are no longer three Code Realized games in the top ten. Yeah, that's wild. That, that is it's wild. kind of strange. There you go. The new number seven of Al's official ranking of Atome, Jacques Jean. Jacques Jean. There you go. Uh, that's going to do it for our podcast this week. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll, I don't know, talk about something else. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yay!